Hey guys, I'm Josie and I'm here with Dr. Core today. We're going to be talking about the words communication and connecting with the importance that follows it. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks Josie. My name is <laughs> Dr. Chris Core. I'm an assistant professor of hospitality, sport, tourism management here at Troy in the College of Business. Obviously, um, hospitality, sport, tourism, they're all kind of related, but they're all different. And so we're linked together, but I'm more on the sport management side, whereas we have faculty on the hospitality and tourism side. Uh, my, my, my background, my research area is in college athletics, worked in college football recruiting at the University of Florida and the University of Missouri for about five seasons before I earned my PhD in sport and entertainment management at South Carolina and then have been here at Troy. This is the end of my second year. Oh, yeah. Second year. Mm-hmm. Nice. Newbie. A little newbie, actually, yeah. Right. Yes, baby doc. <laughs> of course. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Um, so why is communication such an important skill, and how can it impact our personal and professional lives? Yeah, I think that's a great question. Something I tell our students all the time in sport management that they get annoyed with is when I was at Florida, I went and met with our athletic director, and it was Jeremy Foley. He was a, a great athletic director, really well-established, well-renowned in college sport. And something that he was telling me about was that he doesn't hire anybody that's a dead fish. And I didn't know what that meant. And so I, I immediately was like, dead fish? Foley, what does that mean? And he was talking about how a dead fish is someone that mopes around. A dead fish is someone that's not energetic. They're not excited. And that brings down your entire organization, right? Like on a day-to-day, I walk by people and they're not excited about their job. Like I'm probably not excited about what I'm doing either, right? And so everybody doesn't hire dead fish. He wants people to walk by in the hallway. Um, He wants people in their office to be excited to come to work. Uh, Something that I've always taken with me is this excitement. I wake up before my alarm every morning because I'm excited to come to work, genuinely. I want to be here. And so communicating that excitement within an organizational standpoint, incredibly important, incredibly valuable, right? If everybody's excited about something, we all come together, we can work towards a common goal. We're sport people up here on the third floor in JRL and sport management. And so we make everything about sport, right? I think the same thing, um, maybe you can relate to it. A lot of us played high school sport at some level, especially if you grew up in the United States. You know, you have, a, you have a team dynamic, you have a coach that's excited, they communicate with you, they bring that excitement. Um, teammates that do the same thing, you're going to perform better. And if you don't perform great in terms of you don't win, at least you were having fun, hopefully, mm-hmm. while doing it. And so I think when I think about the importance of communication, it's not just the stereotypical, like, make sure that everyone knows what's going on right. and be but like that's intuitive that's obvious like be ex- be on top mm-hmm. of that be excited about what you're doing be energetically like, like communicate that in in your emotions and the, that excitement level and keep that going yeah. dean edwards makes fun of me because i say the juice i want to bring the juice <laughs> the every juice. day right yes i want to bring the juice get people going mm-hmm. for sure well people feed off of each other like 100 all the time whether you realize it or not so I definitely agree with that. And you kind of answered my next question about how effective communication contributes to a positive relationships and successful teamwork in your workplace. But you you covered that. Yeah, that I think answer. I think same thing. Kind of those mm-hmm. things that I said was maybe more intuitive, right? Like mm-hmm. 
like everybody just being on the same page, we can all work towards a goal in a, in a more clear manner and a more having a direction. Yeah. Right. And that starts with leadership. Something here at Troy we're all about is leadership, right? Course, like yeah. it's a major, it's a minor, it's course offerings and individual disciplines. Mm-hmm. And being a leader is so important from a communication standpoint as well. And so I, I think in here we're trying to got all the billboards up and down 231, right? Training the future leaders of tomorrow. Leaders follow the leaders, whatever mm-hmm. they say. That's the whole marketing campaign. I think that same that that's communication, right? It is. Like whether it's verbal or nonverbal, that's what makes or breaks a leader. So mm-hmm. I think that that's incredibly important. Yeah, of course. So, what are some common communication challenges that students and organizations face, and what are some strategies for overcoming these challenges? I think that a lot of our students go on internships, or practicums, or these entry level jobs, mm-hmm. and they walk into an organization where they're prepared to be super helpful and receptive Mm -hmm. to anything, but maybe it's not communicated to them Mm -hmm. what their actual job function is. And so there's a lot of ambiguity. It's like, well, what am I supposed to be doing? I don't know. I'm just kind of here. I'm ready to help out. I want to do something effectual in Mm -hmm. terms of of providing value, but I don't really know what it is. I think a, a lot of that can be accomplished on making sure from a student standpoint, you've done your research on the front end of what the organization is, what it's about, the mission, how to kind of fulfill certain unique objectives, but also communicate, communication is a two-way street, right? Like just because you're underneath someone as an employee, you're not a primary manager or supervisor, like don't be afraid to go and ask Mm -hmm. that person, whoever it is, hey, how can I be helpful? Hey, is there anything I should be doing? Hey, can you provide me some guidance? Like if anything, that shows initiative, it shows effort, which is incredibly valued and under, underrated in terms of like soft skill development. Mm-hmm. And so going forward and, and understanding communication is a two-way street, right? Yes, it would be nice if your manager consistently communicated with you and gave you direction, right. but it doesn't always happen. They've got bigger things going on, whatever it is. You know, straddling the line, I say all the time, straddling the line between persistence and annoyance, right? Like you can be persistent about mm-hmm. trying to understand what you need to do without being annoying. And that's a delicate right. thing to kind of learn how to do. But I think it's really important in your life, not just professionally, like in your relationships personally, um, social interactions within your work environment, of course. I think that learning to balance that line between mm-hmm. persistence and annoyance and communication is important for a student. Of course. I feel like follow-up emails are such like a touchy subject. For me personally, I just feel so awkward sending an email because I'm like oh I don't want to be annoying or something but how like how often do you send follow-up emails or do you have to send follow-up emails every single time the worst they can do is just hit delete (laughs) but like what that doesn't I don't think that that's anything like that anyone should ever be fearful of in any way like more communication the better again not being annoying Mm -hmm. but yeah, I think that that shows like some sort of, again, using the word effectual communication, right? Like communicating in, an, in, an, in a way that's persistent, communicating mm-hmm. in a way like, yes, I'm confirming I understand what you're asking me. I will get it done in this time, but whatever it may be in terms of a follow-up, mm-hmm. I think that that's great. Um, what I do mean, you think in, the time frame is? Like you send the email today, they don't follow up. Like when should you, when would you send the ooh, email? That's a great question. Context is key in everything, but mm-hmm. it's specifically that question. Um, I think if you ask like a general question, you can give someone a week, 
right? Yeah. Five business days. If you ask it on Monday and they haven't answered and it's Sunday night, go ahead and fire them off. Hey, just following up yeah. um, with, with this question before. Obviously, context is really important. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've got an internship that starts in six months and you're emailing them every week about right. something, like you're, you're, you've, you're not straddling <laughs> persistent any, anymore, yeah. you're just annoying, yeah. right? right? And so just making sure, read the room, that should be pretty intuitive yep. for most people. If not, ask someone, right? There's no harm in that. Like, hey, is this too soon to follow up with somebody? Yeah. Yes, no, get some other opinion. Of course. So how can students at Choi who are pursuing careers improve their communication skills? Are there any resources Terrell has to offer that may help? So there's differing communication skills, right? Mm-hmm. I think there's like everyday social interpersonal type communication that's incredibly valued you can do that in any walk of life that Mm -hmm. you're constantly doing i I think again if you're walking by someone like not just putting your head down in your phone like i make i make awkward eye contact with every single person (laughs) i walk by and i'm like hey how's it going (laughs) right like trying to again it's it's not it's just a salute like hey what's up but i'm still trying to do that with every single person i Mm -hmm. walk by um, when you get to know me, Josie, now that you know me, yep. I will scream at you from across campus Perfect. if I recognize I'll you. I'll be looking forward get to excited. that. Get <laughs> excited. Yes, for sure. hundred percent. I think that type of communication you can work on every single day mm-hmm. of your life. Um, effectively communicating within a social group, within a relationship, yep. within a group of friends, whatever it is, with your parents, with mm-hmm. your with your loved ones, your significant other, your 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 family, whatever it is, you can work on that every single day. There's another side in terms of professional communication. I think the only way you can get that is is through experiential education, experiential learning. Mm-hmm. Go pursue something. There are enough opportunities, you know, that I've only been here for two years, but the number of students I hear complain about, there's nothing to do here in Troy. That's not true. And y'all all know it deep down, right? There are opportunities to go get involved. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if not tangibly here in Troy with something that interests you, maybe you were talking about you're interested in digital marketing, mm-hmm. right? The yeah. world is connected virtually. Like it you is. can go find a way to get involved with something where you're a part of an organization mm-hmm. where you can develop that professional communication yeah. before maybe your paycheck relies on you being good at your job right. and having those soft skills fully developed. You can do those in a student capacity where there's leeway to make a mistake mm-hmm. or two, right? And it's not the organization you're probably going to be working at the rest of your life, right? Right, And so you can develop those type of skills and practice in a way. Yeah. How would you say effective communication skills enhance one's ability to make connections and build a professional network? Wow. The network is, I mean, in our major specifically, we talk about it in sport. It's not, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I think that applies in a lot of different mm-hmm majors in a lot of different disciplines as well right and so what can you do to be meaningful well I was I was talking to somebody who was um they're a a, we'll call them a leadership figure in a fortune 500 company right and they were saying they were saying that they were hiring for a position they had 20 people in a room that were their final candidates for three different positions and they 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 one of the one of the people asked, one of the applicants said, what is the thing you see in applicants that is the least developed, right? Mm-hmm. They're hiring an engineer position. And, and the CEO said soft skills like communication, like ability to communicate, like 
just a, hey, how's it going? How's your weekend? Like develop that right. organizational culture through that communication. And everyone was like sitting there with their mouth open. Like I just went to school, <laughs> a master's degree. I did all this engineering experience, but I don't necessarily, I'm not, I sit behind a computer or I sit in front of a machine. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily communicate with other right. people, right? And so I think again, that importance of being able to just be the person that is energetic, excited, mm-hmm. willing to communicate, willing to talk to people, that makes you stand out. Right. Like in a field where people are just buried in their phone and kind of these autonomous machines in a way where they're just going about their life. Like the person that walks by with a smile and says like, hey, how's it going? How's your weekend? Remembering key mm-hmm. things about people is unbelievably huge. Yes. Hey, how's your daughter doing? Her graduation was last weekend, right? Like, yeah, it, you're from you're from where? Was that Hartsville? It's outside of Huntsville, right? Mm-hmm. Like little things that you can remember yep. are huge. Um, I, I take on my phone. I have an iPhone, right? And you can open up your contacts. I assume any phone you have, you can do this. And you can add in notes to contacts. I Anytime I learn something new about someone, I put in a note on their contact. Mm-hmm. And so when they text me or call me or if I know I'm going to see them, I open up their notes. And it would say, Josie Herring, right? I bet you one time we've communicated through <laughs> yeah. email from Hartsville, Alabama. That's mm-hmm. outside of Huntsville. Wanted to be computer engineer. Right? <laughs> like I'm giving your bio right, right now of what you yeah. just told me though. But like that type of thing. To, it oh, means okay. something. You, it means a lot. Yeah. yeah, you're sitting there like, oh, this person actually remembers mm-hmm. their conversation with me. Like, if you're doing that with like, like industry professionals, holy moly, you're standing yeah. out, right? And you're asking about their children or different things going on with their company. Oh, wow, this this uh, this person's got it, right? Mm-hmm. And so much of our business is relying on people-to-people interaction, right? Mm -hmm. No matter what you go into. And so being able to develop that genuine relationship where you are remembering things, that's so important, Mm -hmm. right? You can, and again, back to the practicing question, you can do that every single day of your life. Right, Remember things about people. Tell people happy birthday. Intentional and being present. Everybody thinks it's real cool to like, oh, I didn't tell you happy birthday even though Facebook told (laughs) me it was your birthday. Like, why is that cool? Like, tell people happy birthday. Congratulate them on graduation. Congratulate them on doing things. Make notes in your phone. Like, hey, this is coming up. Like, you told me about it. Like, congratulations. Mm -hmm. Like, how'd you do? Are you excited about it? How'd it go? Like, you can do that every single day of your life in anything you do. There we go. Yeah. Long answer, short Mm -hmm. question. I'm good at that. (laughs) Of course. No, that's the best way to be. (laughs) How could you make connections with industry professionals while in school and it, what strategy can you use to create long lasting relationships? Well, my like. guy Preston Pritchett down there in the 360 center, right? We'll drop a double P <laughs> right. He, we have career fairs. We have mm-hmm. all these networking nights. It's like his job, right? Like, right? like the 360 center exists for that reason mm-hmm. in, in part, right? Connecting students with industry professionals, uh, one, take advantage of those things, sign up, go to them. Mm-hmm. We have all of these things that are available to students. Emails are pumped out. I know you know they're going on, but necessi- you don't necessarily make time for it, yeah. right? It's important. You may meet someone that's able to connect you to somebody else, right? You may meet someone at a, yeah, I don't really want to work in this job, but they know such and so and such and so, and mm-hmm. they're able to connect you. And all of a sudden, you've got a personal recommendation to a specific job or a specific yeah. person that you want to network with or get to know mm-hmm. or an organization you want to work for, right? 
getting to know people, talk to people. I save every single business card that's given to me. Um, I, 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 anybody I ask for phone number, I ask for email mm-hmm. and I do the follow up, right? right? Like, yeah. Hey, what's great meeting you the other day, mm-hmm. right? Like again, opening a line of communication and keeping it open mm-hmm. every so often. If it's something that I'm really interested in, continue to cultivate that. Right. Students should be doing that every single day from the time you're a freshman. And that's really hard, right? Mm-hmm. You want to come to college, you want to enjoy it. And that's great. I want you to as well, but start getting involved with things, start meeting people. Mm-hmm. Um, in sport, we tell our students all the time, you've got a division one athletic department in a prominent group of five conference succeeding in a lot of different sports a quarter mile away mm-hmm. like go go get involved with those right. people they're gonna let you they're gonna welcome you in they're gonna accept your help they're gonna give you great responsibility get their number get their email when it's time for you to go on the job job hunt all of a sudden i want to work at auburn great go ask people over there that you have a relationship with yep. if they know anybody at auburn hint hint they definitely do mm-hmm. same in every other discipline on this campus right you want to go to digital marketing again we'll make it about josie I guarantee you someone in our marketing department here, you talked about wanting to go to New York City, yeah. knows people in New York City working in marketing firms or agencies, right? Like, mm-hmm. Again, being able to c- develop those open lines of communication where you can go and ask for yeah. help, right? That's that's the most effective thing a student can do, I think. And I feel like starting out young, it's something, I didn't do this. I didn't start making connections, just I didn't think about it. But if I, that's one thing I wish I would have known coming in to college is just start now, start networking and making those relationships and connections so you'll have them when you're sitting where I'm sitting at right now. About I have one semester left and, you know, I have connections, I do, but I think so. four years worth, I mean, <laughs> I feel like I probably would have had way more if I would have been working on this for four years, but... Sure, but you know. not many students do. Nope. Not many students do, and that's and that's normal. okay, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't tend to start thinking about life after college right. until you're halfway through college, yeah. and we get that. We know that, right? And so a lot of this stuff is geared towards, yeah, everybody come, but we know it's kind of the junior, senior yeah. um, that, we're, that we're appealing to. That's great. You've still got two, two and a half, mm-hmm. maybe three years, depending on where you're at to do things and develop relationships. I mean, using you as a case study, you're doing, you're working in the Dean's office. Like you've got a ton, you're meeting a ton of people and Mm -hmm. interacting with a lot of people that would put forward that recommendation for you and helped connect you. And that's a huge thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's indicative of who you are. Congratulations on being who you are. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Well, what advice would you give to students looking to make connections and build a professional network while in college? And how can they make the most of the resources available to them? That was my next question, but you have covered. Yeah, I, I feel like, do you have any kind, more advice? Kind on... of just like the holistic picture of everything yeah. we just talked about, right? Yeah. Um, be genuine and mm-hmm. intentional in your relationships. Again, not just professionally, in your life. Yes. And you'll have great relationships yes. in life, right? Like, be be intentional be genuine, remember things about people, follow up with people, actually have a caring heart towards other people. That's the genuineness. Be intentional, right? Straddle that line between annoying and persistent. And then, yeah, take advantage of all of these different things. Like, where do you think your tuition dollars go? Like, they go towards offering these things for you, Mm -hmm. right? And so take advantage of them. It's part of what you're paying for is the career fair opportunities, the networking nights, the opportunity to connect with professionals. 
that's part of what's going into your tuition, right? right. Take advantage of those things. Mm-hmm. We can't stress that enough. A whole 360 center downstairs, in addition to every single faculty member's willingness to help do this for you, mm-hmm. like that's for you. Like we are here for you. Right. And so come and sit in somebody's office and ask them questions and develop a relationship with them and figure out where they can connect you and how mm-hmm. they can help you because we want to. Right? I'm like, I'm sitting here wanting to help you, right? Mm-hmm. I'm out there yelling. A lot of us are out there like yelling, like, let us help you, right? Like, mm-hmm. like just just reach out for it. I can't make you do it, right? Right. But I'm here for you. We're mm-hmm. all here for you whenever you're ready. Awesome. Yes. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. You were great. You gave great answers, great advice, great tips. Thank you, Josie, for doing this. And thank you for asking me. I appreciate it. Genuinely. Perfect. Well, it's so nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. Best of luck in New York City. Thank you. In your digital marketing position coming soon. Thank you so much.